Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 4th of March. The attack on a nuclear power plant in Ukraine initially increased risk aversion in financial markets. But as the attack appears to have ceased and the ensuing fire has been contained, the risk aversion has faded somewhat. It is unclear whether the decision to attack was part of a deliberate strategy or not. If it were, it would change assessments about the extent to which Russia is prepared to prosecute the war. Russia's economic isolation continues with both government sanctions and Twitter sanctions. The former are obvious. The latter are a reaction to the strength of public opinion amidst the first European war with a Twitter handle. Companies are responding to the reputational risk that social media can highlight and customers and staff are reacting to a war that social media brings a lot closer. That increases the cost to the Russian economy and may may prove to be a long-lived disruption. Social media also raises financial market risks, however. The tendency towards doom scrolling and the fact that the more sensational the story, the more likes one is likely to get on social media, both risk overreaction to news. Europe has said that it is prepared to deal with Russia cutting off energy supplies, for example, and there's a growing sense that public opinion would support a ban on importing energy. But markets would likely overreact to that scenario, failing to account for the fact that in the face of such a shock, people would adapt. The precedent of the Fukushima disaster in Japan, and indeed of the global pandemic, are reminders that people can change their behaviour quite radically if required. Fed Chair Powell, in comments to Congress, suggested that the consequences of the conflict may include something that encouraged China to move away from the dollar-based international financial payment system. However, this does not mean that the dollar is likely to be replaced as an international reserve or as the invoicing currency of choice. A reserve currency needs to be large, liquid and without restriction on converting into other currencies in a hurry. As of now, there is no currency on the planet that meets those requirements, as the sanctions against the Russian central bank mean the dollar fails the final test. However, the dollar comes closer than any other currency on the planet by a considerable margin, meaning that for now there is realistically no alternative. There is economic data today, and as it is the US employment data, it's likely to be heard in the financial markets. The employment report is going to be a lagging indicator to what is happening in the economy, and perhaps more than normal. If US households are spending more of their household budget on fueling the family fleet of sports utility vehicles, there will be less money to spend on other things. Less money to spend on other things is obviously a force for lower demand, which should eventually translate into lower demand for labour in those sectors. However, Businesses have perhaps become more wary of reducing their workforces because of the experiences of late 2021, and so may hold on to workers for longer, which means that the employment report will lag the economy for longer. There is also the complication of seasonal adjustment. Last month's employment report was weak until seasonal adjustment flattered the headline numbers. Looking at unadjusted numbers is perhaps more important than it normally is, at a time when there is very little normal 
about seasonal spending patterns. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.